Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the J.D. Rucker Show. I'm your host, J.D. Rucker, and today was supposed to be the first day that I actually read a monologue. I can see the monologue right in front of me. Uh, it's not going to do it. I'm chickening out here as we go live because it's just not my style. I get it. I know a lot of fantastic, some truly amazing and respectable show hosts who can read uh, an opening monologue. or who, I know one in particular who his entire show is scripted from beginning to end. Like He literally reads every single word in front of a teleprompter for like half an hour, an hour. I forgot how long his show is. Um, and they turn out great. And I never would have known because he's become a natural at it after doing it for however many years he's been doing it. For me, it just doesn't feel right. I've just got to speak from the heart. I have to speak from, from knowledge, passion, uh, go with the flow, go with what comes to mind with a series of notes, of course. I don't want to just go all scatterbrained, but I do like to speak versus read. I hope that makes sense. And I do read, obviously, I read from articles all the time. But when I do that, I am put the articles on the screen. You guys can see me reading the articles, you know, going and expressing myself in a way that, you know, pretending like like I'm just coming up with all this crap when in reality it's I'm reading it from a script. That's not that's not my style. So today we're going to be talking about the fact that most I wouldn't say most we're not to most yet, but more more Americans are becoming aware that the COVID-19 quote unquote vaccines are dangerous. They're seeing more reports in their local news and national news. They're hearing about and maybe even seeing or witnessing or experiencing themselves adverse reactions, causing young and otherwise healthy people to collapse and oftentimes die. It's not natural for 22-year-olds to have heart attacks. It's not natural for the young and otherwise healthy to be dying of unknown causes. People are waking up, and this is good and bad. It's It's good for obvious reasons, okay? We know why it's good. We need the truth to be out there. But there's a there's a bad part to this as well. The bad part is this means that whatever the next phase of the globalist elite cabal's machinations is, we're about to see it. There's a truth that I think a lot of people don't understand. And I can blame, in many ways, I can blame myself because I've mentioned it before. I've mentioned big pharma profits and, and you know, all that stuff. I've always done so in a way that people understand. I don't want to jump straight to... <laughs> this is a depopulation and control agenda. I want to work people up to that, and they have to understand there is a level of greed in the middle, okay? We'll call them the middle managers who are driven by greed who don't realize perhaps they're part of this depopulation and control agenda from the globalist the cabal, the powers that be, whatever you want to call them, the liberal world order, those guys, the bad guys. We'll just call them the bad guys for now. They don't realize. They're just driven by the by by profits, by greed. There are a lot of people like that, but that's not the that's not the, what the upper ups are thinking. Okay, the big people, the ones that are that are truly in control of what's going on, they're not driven by profits, and that should concern you because that means that they know they don't have to get away with it. In fact, if we were to draw this out logically, we would come to the conclusion that they've known from the beginning they had zero chance of being able to quote unquote get away with it. They knew they would get caught or quote-unquote caught. By caught, I'm not saying they're going to be arrested and thrown in jail, but they knew from the beginning if their agenda is one of depopulation and control, which I believe it is, then they would have known from the beginning that there's no way they could perpetuate this forever because eventually, as we're seeing now, people would just start dying. People would start having collapsing, having heart attacks, strokes, 
And that information cannot be covered up for indefinitely. Not when, you know, not not when you've got, I mean, you've got it happening so often now that even normies are coming to the conclusion that, hmm, maybe something, maybe there's something to this. You know, we've been noticing a lot on Twitter, we being uh, myself, my producers, my friends, everybody in my circle, we were talking about how, you know, you don't see the the vax nannies out there as much anymore, do you? They're kind of shutting up the last week and week, couple of weeks, three weeks. You know, really, uh, ever since um, uh, who's it? Uh, Hanlon, Devar Hamlin. Ever since he collapsed, you know, there was that initial burst of oh, you don't blame the jabs. It wasn't the jabs, but then you started seeing more news of people collapsing, more news of inexplicable deaths, inexplicable heart attacks, and the young and otherwise healthy unexplained collapsing, unexplained deaths, whatever you want to call it. And suddenly, the Vax Dannies are changing the subject, talking about something completely different. We are going to see this shift, and if we can assume that the powers that be knew that eventually this this would end, that they would get caught, what does that mean for us? It means that their goal was always to get as many men, women, and children jabbed as many times as possible knowing that at some point it would be revealed that they poisoned people. But did they really? I mean, can they be blamed? When the truth starts coming out as it is now, you're going to start seeing this person pointing at that person, this company pointing at that company, and this, and it's going to be everybody's pointing at everybody else because there's so many people involved in this, so many people who were who had their fingers on the, uh, in the, the COVID jab, whatever you want to call it, um, cookie jar, have hands in the cookie jar. Okay. I guess that's that's an awkward concept, but there's so many of them that were out there doing this, participating, that they don't feel like they could individually be blamed. They might be shamed, but they can't be blamed, right? Ah, but there's one person that could be blamed. One person that eventually they'll all consolidate and start pointing their finger at, collective fingers, at Donald Trump. They'll say that Donald Trump pushed them too fast that operation warp speed was designed to get him a vaccine before the election and so they delivered they got close i mean hey the vaccines were were announced what two weeks after the election the 2020 election so they got close but they didn't couldn't quite meet his demands but hey you know what if he had not been driven by the election if he had not you know pushed them to get it out by an arbitrary date or a politically expedient date then they would have done more testing and it probably would have come out in March or April or whatever. And then, you know, there would have been Delta was, was coming around and all of a sudden, you know, we would have done a better job. But, but since we couldn't do that, since we were pressed by Donald Trump, Donald Trump, bottom line is they will blame him. And he hasn't done himself any favors by not coming out against the jabs. He should have come out against the jabs last year. He should have come out against the jabs the year before, really, but whatever. The past is the past. We're in 2023 now. So uh, and th- at this point, this is where my trolls will come in there. So, uh, not my trolls, but the, the people that are, you know, they can't blame Trump because he did this and he did that. And it's not his and he was lied to and his Fauci and Burks and, and it doesn't matter. Okay. I get it. I'm not, this isn't me attacking Trump. Just so I'll just cut off that line of reasoning because people say, stop attacking Trump. Stop blaming him. I'm not blaming him. Okay. I'm not. I don't think he was involved. I think he was manipulated. I think he was conned. I think he was lied to. I think that he was, unfortunately, nobody wants to hear this, especially if you're a Trump fan, but I think, unfortunately, he was a useful idiot. 
that he was manipulated by people like Mike Pence, who was working with Anthony Fauci. He was manipulated by his various chiefs of staff. He was manipulated by by everybody in, from a medical perspective, in my humble opinion, other than than uh, uh, Scott Atlas. Doctor Scott Atlas was probably the only one who's who had his ear, who was speaking sense, and he ended up leaving because nobody else was speaking sense to him. Of course, I should I shouldn't say nobody. Uh, talking about amongst the doctors, there were people that were speaking. I mean, Doctor uh, Peter Navarro, I'm sure, was speaking sense to him. You know, trying to get him to do certain things, do this, do that. It doesn't matter. Point is that they are going to blame him. I'm not blaming him. Telling you they're going to blame him. And that's going to be what they use as justification for saying, hey, yeah, so the jabs are bad. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they are causing massive amounts of myocarditis. Yes, the masses are dying. And yes, chances are if you've been jabbed, you have about a about a hundred percent chance um that you have done damage to your body, to your heart. But thankfully, thankfully, thanks to our coordination with the Chinese Communist Party and the World Health Organization and and the um, Council for Inclusive Capitalism and the World Economic Forum and and Sweden and Australia and everybody else. We're all going to come together with this pandemic treaty. We've got the solution. And the solution will be another round of jabs. Different jabs. These jabs will be jabs that correct the first jabs. They'll clean your body of the spike proteins. Now you're probably asking at this point, where do I get my knowledge? Where do I get my information? I don't. I'm speculating. Okay? I am. I'm speculating. I have zero evidence of anything that I'm saying right now. This is just, call it a prediction. I have no insider knowledge of this. But then again, I also didn't have insider knowledge. Well, I'm not going to go toot my horn and say, oh, well, I predicted this, I predicted that. <laughs> Yeah, I was wrong on a lot of things as well. So, but in this case, I think I'm probably right. I think that they are going to use this as an opportunity to push something else. Maybe it's not another set of jazz. Maybe it's something. It's one of the reasons why. So today's show, point being is that we do need to get the heat up. We need to to really just just take advantage of this very small window of opportunity because people are willing to listen. People are concerned. People are opening their eyes. We need to, number one, open more people's eyes. Number two, we need to take the people that are opening their eyes and try to open them fully, get them to just be completely aware. Like I said, it's concerning that profit isn't the end game for the, the 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 big uproots, the powers that be. They're not looking to make a buck. They already have all the money in the world, all the money they could possibly need. They're looking to do something worse. They're looking to get as many people jabbed as possible, which means that they'll perpetuate the lies even if doing so puts them in jeopardy. Because again, they have the scapegoat in Donald Trump, so they can push it for as long as they want. And yeah, I was going to avoid saying this, but I'm not going to. Or I'm not going to avoid it. I'm going to go out and, and say it. This is why it's so important to me. I can forgive anybody who was a vax nanny for all this time. I can definitely forgive them. But there's no way we're going to forget, and there's absolutely positively no way that we're ever going to trust those people again. None of them. I did not have special knowledge of you know, the dangers of the jabs. All I had was the data that is publicly available that any other journalist or celebrity or politician or anybody else 
could get their hands on and read. And based upon that early set of data, I determined that there's zero chance I was ever going to get jabbed or allow my family to get jabbed. Over time, and not much time, we're not talking about about a year later, I'm talking about within weeks of the jabs being rolled out, it became clear that not only are they not worth taking because COVID isn't dangerous, not only are they not worth taking because they're not nearly as effective as they were as they were supposed to be, not only should we not take them because they appear to be causing damage and harm to people, adverse reactions. I mean, we saw that from the day one. The first nurse who got jabbed had an adverse reaction on camera. I mean, hello? We saw this. Other people saw this. Everybody had the ability to see this before making the decision just to stick a needle, have a needle stuck in their arm. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that we're not going to, let me be clear before I dig myself a hole. Uh, I'm not saying that we're not going to to trust the people that got jabbed. Okay, if you got jabbed, I know a lot of you did. If you got jabbed, you got conned, and that sucks. But I can still trust you because you got conned for for probably good reasons. Maybe you didn't want to take it and you needed it for to travel or to do this or that. I I disagree with you wholeheartedly. I still think you should have been aware and, and aware enough to not get jabbed. But I can still trust you because that's not your job. Your job is to take care of your own body, and you can do whatever you want with your own body. The people that I won't trust are the journalists, the celebrities, the politicians, the people, the doctors, especially. I forgot to mention them in the first list. The doctors, especially, they must not be trusted. Any doctor told you to get the jabs, to get jabbed, you need a new doctor. Join the excitement of the College Football Playoff National Championship Weekend. Experience Playoff Fan Central January 5th, 6th, and 7th at the George R. Brown Convention Center in downtown Houston. Playoff Fan Central is an immersive college football experience that includes family-friendly entertainment and interactive games that will put you right in the middle of the action. Admission is free. Just download the CFB Playoff mobile app on your Apple or Android device to get started. The events are brought to you in part by Allstate, AT&T, Avocados from Mexico, Capital One, and Cheez-It. Period. Any doctor in the United States of America who did not reverse themselves by, let's say, let's say the end of, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put the cutoff at January 1st, 2023. Okay. That's a long cutoff because they should have, they should have known before 2022. Okay. They should have known, you know, early on with, because they're doctors. That's their job is to know what's effective, what's safe. They should have at least, I mean, really, again, we'll say January, First, 2022 is when that should be the cutoff. If I'm being you know, realistic here, well, we'll say. But any doctor who today, this year in 2023, still says that the jabs are safe or effective, or that you should take them, that run away, run away. Do not have that person as anywhere near your body because they are either stupid or evil. That's it. There is no other option there. You might say, well, maybe they're just trying to protect their jobs. Okay, but with all the data that's out there, you're telling me that they're willing to kill people, to kill their patients, to keep their Mercedes? That's evil. So your doctor that is telling you today to get jabbed is either stupid or evil. That's it. No other option. Run away. Find a doctor who will admit to you that Hey, you don't have to take the jab. If you want to take the jab, you can. If they if they'll let you take the jab, that's different. 
But if they're encouraging you, if they're recommending the jabs, that's not a doctor that you want anywhere near your body or the bodies of any members of your family so run away from them. Journalists, celebrities. You know, this is why Ben Shapiro, look, I've, I'm one. I know there's a lot of people that, that don't like, oh, he's a rhino. He's not a rhino. Oh, he's a conservative. He's not really a conservative. He is a conservative. Okay. I have my challenges with Ben Shapiro. I believe that there's certain times when he's very much wrong. But I think that, you know, his heart was, has always been in the right place. But the fact that it's taken him, it took him so long, as smart as he is, okay, it took him so long to come to the conclusion that, well, wow, jabs really aren't working. Wow, we really were lied to. Wow. Um, you mean I shouldn't trust big pharma or government or corporate media, the three main entities that were promoting this? He should have known better. Any journalist, any politician, any doctor should have known better. And as far as celebrities that are pushing it, yeah, let's face it, you shouldn't trust them anyway. So <laughs> if you're getting medical advice from Martha Stewart, maybe you're the one who's either stupid or evil. Today's show is going to be very different. Very, very different from any show that I've done before because we're going to be playing a whole lot of videos of other people. I know. It's it's weird, but it's let's uh let's do it. Let's just let's just get started. Let's get a video going. Listen, we all wanted these vaccines to end the pandemic. Holy crap, that's the outro music. <laughs> I, I made it through an entire segment without even noticing that I, I made it through an entire segment. We'll get to that wonderful video of Ron Johnson after the break. <laughs> I should have read the monologue. Anyone who's familiar with my show or listened to my show before knows that I am a, a very huge proponent of preparedness. Uh, I haven't always been. I didn't become a prepper until really 2021. But since then, I've been working diligently to find companies that offer the things that we need. And if the crap hits the fan, I want to be ready for it. And I want you to be ready for it, too. I've picked up some sponsors for long-term storage food, for precious metals, for for solar power. I've got a candle sponsor. We've got, you know, uh, antibiotics for for storage, just in case the, the pharmaceutical supply chain goes down. We got med kits, nutraceuticals, um, natural survival. We've got guns and ammo. You can buy them, buy them by going to JD Rucker dot com slash prepare jd rucker dot com slash prepare bug out bags the works so so stock up now while you still can you know that screw up just now if you were watching earlier that is one of the reasons why it is so important that I get our a new producer. You know, we've been I've been self-producing for a long time now, and we did just hire a producer. They were supposed to start this week. This is supposed to be the first show where we start with the producer, but um, but that got pushed off to the next week. It's a logistics issue. Like I said, we were supposed to get a table, um, a table desk, this nice desk. It raises and lowers. I could stand up and good for my health or whatever. Uh, but uh, but that desk was delayed. So 
So we didn't get it. And without the desk, and I can't really put everything else together for the new studio, which is why I know I promised on the 16th I would be. Yeah, you get the idea. So, no, we're still stuck with the virtual background for now. Once the everything else comes in, we'll get the producer going, and, and this whole show will become much slicker. We're also going to be doing an exclusive audio show, radio show, for America Out Loud Talk Radio, which airs at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern and uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday as well. This show, the 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 regular show, will be airing at 2 p.m. on Rumble, Brighty on. Well, it won't. It's actually only going to be live at Rumble, um, and where else? Getter and RedVoiceMedia.com and a few other places. I'll figure that out. That's the the live show again, 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. We got two hours of me, and we're we're going for for the longest time. I just do a show whenever I feel like doing a show. But uh, we're we're going on schedule now. That means that, yeah, as a result, I have to get used to doing what I've tried, what I'm doing for this show, which is I'm trying to, as soon as news happens, I'm going to grab it because that's what I do. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to grab it and I'm going to do a quick, you know, sometimes quick, sometimes long. Obviously, I can speak for a long time about a single topic and get, get uh, way off schedule, but you get the idea. <laughs> well, I'll be recording certain portions of the the live show ahead of time because i want to react to news i don't want to just get a bunch of news and talk about it talk about it uh you know in in sequence that would be nice if all the news happened at once but unfortunately if i'm only doing doing the two shows a day there's going to be times when i'm sitting there and news breaks at 4 p.m and it's like hey i want to talk about this so i'm going to start talking about it get that video up but then we'll use that as a pre-recorded segment during the live shows I hope that doesn't sound disingenuous, but the point, the reason I want to do it like that is because when the news hits, that's when I want to talk about it. And that's when we, you know, we'll do a deep dive analysis at times, especially when it comes to these, um, you know, these uh, breaking news that, that that's going to be taking more of a life over, over hours, days, even weeks, then obviously we'll do deeper analyses and I can do those live, but I want reactions. And uh, I want to break the news. I don't want to get the, that published. So, yes, there's going to be times when during during the live show, you'll see pre-recorded segments of me. That's part of part of this this new new style, new plan. Um, I actually have a couple of them lined up for today. Where we're we're trying it out for today's show. So yeah, so 11 p.m. Pacific, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Will and that that's on Rumble, Red Voice Media, and all these other places. So that's a, a good positive change. The last but not least, you know, we are actively trying to get Discern.tv launched. It I had hoped to launch it in November, didn't happen. Well, actually, I'd hoped to launch it in October, didn't happen. November, we need more funding. So if you are interested in Helping to get discern.tv launched, please, please, please go to givesendgo.com slash JD Rucker. That money will come to me and I will use that money specifically for, you know, I, I have sponsors. We, I do this for a living. So the people that are the, uh, um, how I support my family basically is through our sponsorships. This is not a sponsorship. I'm asking this for a specific cause, which is to get discern.tv launched. We need to have a revolution of truth here in the United States of America. 
And my hope is that Discern.tv will do that. But all that said, you know, that, that, that housekeeping was supposed to be, I was supposed to read my 10-minute monologue, play the two-minute video, and then do the housekeeping after that in preparation for segment two. Well, we're already into segment two, and I haven't even played the Ron Johnson video. So let's go ahead and play that now. This is Ron Johnson talking to Fox and Fox hosts about, well, the vaccines, the jabs, COVID-19, and all that good stuff. So. Listen, we all wanted these vaccines to end the pandemic. They didn't. They were not as effective and certainly not as safe as we all hoped and prayed. They don't prevent infection. They don't prevent transmission. But nobody will admit they were wrong because the body count is way too high. They sabotage early treatment. They completely mishandled the uh, uh, the pandemic response. We shut down schools. Sweden didn't. Not a child in Sweden died. Uh, you actually have lower infection rates uh, when you're around kids, we're starting to find out. So, I mean, through, through the hubris, uh, th- through just the arrogance of people like Fauci and people that are, uh, uh, were in charge of our response, we completely mishandled this. And no- nobody at this point in time will admit they're wrong. And quite honestly, uh, people who, who got the, the vaccine also don't really want to know that uh, there may be some real issues here. So we are in a complete state of denial uh, but people have to start facing reality, and that starts with the federal health officials, which they are not doing. I've written close to 50 oversight letters, and I've basically gotten the back in the hand of uh, people like uh, Walensky and, and other federal health officials. Uh, transparency, honesty has to begin uh, sooner rather than later. I sincerely hope that Senator Ron Johnson, who happens to be probably my favorite, it's a, t- it's a tough call because of Rand Paul. They're both attacking this issue from from different angles between the two of them they're not just my two favorite senators they're really the only two that i actually truly like as far as it pertains to covid-19 vaccines and all that so there's some other decent senators but most of them are really crap just just awful uh but i love i love ron johnson i love rand paul so point being is that he's he's calling for transparency and honesty it's not going to come we're going to get admissions of and then finger pointing that's it admissions hey yeah the jabs don't work uh, yeah, they're killing people, strokes and older people, heart attacks and younger people, people dying, collapsing all the time. Uh, but don't worry, we got a solution coming in. We're going to blame Trump, like I said in the beginning, if you missed that. They're going to try to blame Trump. They're going to do everything they can to to get whatever the next phase is. I don't know what it is, but it's they're not going to give up. It's like, oh, they caught us. I guess we'll go all hide off in the Bahamas. No. Again, their goal here was never greed. Their goal was depopulation and control, or still is depopulation and control, which means that that we're just seeing the the opening phases. And now that more people are becoming aware, we need to continue to make them aware and make them extraordinarily skeptical, not just of the vaccines, but of the narrative, not just of the 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 doctors and all that stuff, but the pe- other people that are that are involved. Like I said, I can forgive people. I I, I can forgive people for what they've done to America. But we can't ever forget, and we must never trust them again, because that's just awful judgment. It just is. Okay, any doctor, any journalist, any politician who did not start screaming from close to the beginning that the jabs are a concern, that there are inherent risks with any any experimental drug, and especially when we start seeing those risks manifest in the form of adverse reactions, at that point, you stop. You correct yourself. You admit that you were wrong. But like you said, so many people are in denial. And we can't trust the people who will allow emotions or reputation or just being in denial. We can't allow them to, to push, push narratives. We just can't. 
they failed. This is a litmus test to me, okay? Those who did not immediately embrace, and I I shouldn't say immediately, those who did not eventually embrace the truth about the vaccines cannot be trusted. I'm sorry, because I know what a lot of you are thinking. Does that mean that I don't trust Trump? I have supported Trump throughout. And now, my gosh, I mean, if he doesn't come out very, mm, I don't know. That's a tough call. I'll go ahead and say it. No, I'm not going to trust Trump. It's time to take care of yourself and enjoy life again. CBD American Shaman has a full line of hemp-derived products to help you experience the fullness of life. Whether it's a better night's sleep, relief from worries and tension, or just having fun, consultants at CBD American Shaman will guide you on your journey. Visit findcbdnow.com for a location near you. Findcbdnow.com. CBD American Shaman. Life is better with the feather. Win big at Top Dog Fireworks. Skip the small stands, shop indoors at the biggest selection of fireworks at the best prices. Top Dog Fireworks wants to help you celebrate with the holiday season giveaway. Enter today at topdogfireworks.com. We're in store. 14 area locations. Each location will have a winner of a fireworks assortment valued at $500. One lucky winner will win the grand prize Godfather assortment valued at over $900. Don't miss this festive fun. Say it with a boom at Top Dog Fireworks. Going forward, does that mean I'm not going to vote for him? No, of course not. I'll still vote for him. <laughs> because there are no great alternatives. Oh, but Ron DeSantis, we'll talk about Ron DeSantis versus Trump when that becomes the issue in the future. I have questions about both. But the the one pressing question as it pertains to today's show is, do we trust him now that he still hasn't come out and said, hey, yeah, the Operation Warp Speed, I was lied to. They They manipulated me. They conned me. The jabs are dangerous. Don't take them until he comes out and says that. No, I, I guess I can't. I guess I can't trust him. I do trust. Uh, I do trust Ed Dowd. I'm gonna have him on my show here very soon. I do trust Naomi Wolf. I need to have her on my show very soon. And let's play a video of the two of them talking the jabs. The desk will continue as long as the boosters continue. Now we're getting and hearing about long-term disability where you, you can't work. Like you, like you mentioned muscle pain, you can't walk. You're like 45 and all of a sudden you, you, you're in such pain, you can't work. And, you, and if you're employed, you file for long-term disability. And I think that's more costly than an acute death to the system. Right. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like to put numbers on it. Deaths are horrible because that's death. Right. But in terms of economics, you're disabled right. and you do have an insurance policy that, that gets the attention of the insurance industry yeah. at yeah. scale. Is there any last comment you want to make or have we covered everything you want to say in this amazing hour that you've given us? So I want to, one last comment. There's an individual, Kelly Brown, who is a finance professional up in Canada. Um, he and I have been chatting since I started going uh, public because he's done the same work that I've done up in Canada. Um, and my colleague has done. He um, took this, the, the Canadian data and recreated for the now his category is zero to 44 because that's how they do it. But so zero to 44, um, he found similar um, 
spike into the August, October, September mandates. Um, but the data in Canada lags considerably our death data. And mm-hmm. the two, the two um, provinces that are the most updated are um, British Columbia and Ontario, the most populous mm-hmm. provinces. Mm-hmm. Uh, that data shows a, a, a continued, not only elevated excess mortality, but hitting new highs into, oh my God. Into, yeah, into the end of, into, into the end of uh, the year. So they only have data to the end of the year in those two provinces, but it went to a new high into the end of the year. Um, so what I want to say about that is it's just confirmatory of what we've already discovered. And if there was, if it was totally different data, then I would have to then question my thesis, but I, I, I don't, I'm here to report. I don't have to. So if you missed in the beginning, we are going to be playing a lot of videos today, a lot of videos of other people. It's not just going to be me talking. Thank God, right? Um, that video of Ed Dowd and Naomi Wolf is an important one. We're going to be, all of them are going to be important. Okay, I'm trying to give you guys ammunition for your arsenal to be able to drop truth bombs on the people, on your friends, family, anybody out there. Take these videos, take the whole video if you like, or take these individual parts of the videos and get them out to the people. They're they're open to it. More people are open to it today than they were just even a couple, two, three weeks ago. Definitely more open open to it than two or three months ago. We have an opportunity, and it's, but it's a closing window. It's a very short window. At some point, the powers that be will take control. Right now, they're not in control, per se, of the the evolution of the narrative. Because more people are dying, more people are collapsing, maybe... They weren't expecting it to happen this fast. Maybe they thought it would happen before. I don't know, but there is an, a window of opportunity here that we can take advantage of. Eventually, they're going to take control of that narrative, and this is when they'll be talking, hey, yeah, uh, blame Trump, and it's it's all his fault, but we're going to fix this. Here's a new treatment, a new jab, a new some sort of therapy that's going to help to cleanse your body of the spike proteins, and we do have a video <laughs> coming up about that. But before we get to that one, I wanted to to talk about the, there's a need that goes beyond just getting people to stop taking the jabs. We need to get more lawsuits. It's shocking there aren't enough lawsuits out there suing companies who force people to get the jabs in order to keep their jobs. And here's a pilot who is doing just that. So let's get this one out to anybody you know who uh, who you know they maybe didn't want to get jabbed, but they felt that they had to 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 keep their job, to stay in school, to go buy a burger. Because they wanted a burger. If uh, those against the mandates or who were perhaps victims of the mandates, here's the video for them. I went and got the jab. I did it at 1130 in the morning in Hawaii. Uh, Everything was normal. I went to bed. Woke up at 330 in the morning with my heart pounding out of my chest. I went to the ER. Uh, They hooked me up quickly to EKG, IVs, did blood work, quickly determined that I was in atrial fibrillation. It's a major cause of stroke. Um, as Lee said, there's there's uh, critical phases of flight where this this stuff, when, when I certified to go fly, I have to check off a box before I go fly all you lovely people wherever you want to go before I take that multi-million airplane. I check this box and it says I'm fit to fly. That was before COVID. That's when you knew, yeah, I have food poisoning, I'm cold, have a cold, whatever. Um, here, you never know when the genie's going to come out of the bottle and smack you down. I could have stroked out at 100 feet trying to land an airplane with 40 airplanes lined up next to us. 
I could have just pushed down on that stick before the person next to me could do anything. We're in a, it's all over for a lot of people. Not a good scenario. Pete Buttigieg isn't telling you anything about this. The administration is not. The NIH, the CDC, they suppress all this stuff. There's a number of pilots out there that are fearful to come forward and speak. They're fearful of retribution. There's guys that are going to work with crushing pains in their chest, in their heads. They're scared that they're going to lose their careers because they're 25 years old. This has got to stop. Yes, it definitely has to stop. And it's not just about the mandates. It's not just about people getting jabbed. It is about the, I don't know, fear. I guess that's all it is. It has to be fear. There's got to be a reason why so many people are refusing to to fight when they can and should. You know, people, maybe they're misinformed that, oh, you know what? Uh, people are protected. Everybody's protected. You can't sue for, for bad vaccines. And it's like, no, no, no. The emergency youth use authorization protects the uh, um, pharmaceutical companies themselves. You can't sue Pfizer, even though I wish there was a way to get around that. Maybe there is. Any attorneys out there, let me know. <laughs> but, uh, no, you can sue anybody who you feel uh, coerced you or somebody you know, some of your loved one, uh, somehow coerced you to give the jabs, especially now they're coming out as ineffective so we need a lot more of that after the break we've got some uh, some a lot more videos and at least one one pre-recorded segment that i want to try out so so stay tuned Folks, if you were listening to this show, watching this show, chances are you have MyPillow products. I'm here to tell you that you need more. And the reason being is, well, twofold. Number one, because there's some amazing sales going on at MyPillow.com right now. But number two, because, frankly, they're hurting. I don't want to, I'm not saying this, I'll probably get in trouble for even saying it, but I can tell you based upon sales, I can tell you based upon reactions that I've been receiving from other other show hosts, other other, uh, conservative news outlets that my pillow sales have gone down dramatically. They are hurting just like the rest of us. I mean, many of us are hurting. The vast majority of us are hurting. But if you can, whether you've got a my pillow or not, take a moment, support this America First company, support Mike Lindell, support the show by going to mypillow.com and using promo code JDR. That's mypillow.com promo code JDR or call 1-800-862-0382. That's 1-800-862-0382. Promo code JDR, help out two America First companies. For those who weren't listening in the beginning of the show, uh, just a quick announcement. We are making some changes. Number one, we're going to two shows. Two shows a day, Monday through Friday. One at America Out Loud Talk Radio at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. The other one on Rumble, Getter, whatever, um, everywhere else. This, uh, RedVoiceMedia.com, FreedomFirstNetwork.com. That will be at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific. And that one will be where once we get the producer starting, which was supposed to be January 16th, but now it's switched to January 23rd because of a logistics issue with a desk that I think the FBI intercepted and they're currently bugging as we speak. But <clears throat> I'm, I'm kidding, but I'm not necessarily kidding. Anyway, 
Um, as a result, we're going to be doing a lot of these clips that you're about to hear. It's kind of weird, me doing a live show and then throwing in a clip of myself, but that's it's me. That's how I like to do things, um, or at least I will going forward, because when I see a story, I want to jump on it. Okay, there's certain stories that I can say for when we go live, but other times, you know what? I want to get the word out about this. I'm going to go ahead and and uh, do a quick 5, 10, 15-minute video about it, and then we'll just play it during the show, the live show. So I know that sounds, like I said, maybe it's weird. Maybe other, other people do that, and I'm not alone, but but it's new to me. So here we go. You know, this one, uh, the soccer player died at the age of 20. 20? 20 years old. Give me a break. Really? Uh, I mean, people die at 14, 40. Doesn't matter. Young, otherwise healthy. People shouldn't be dying like this. So let's let's roll this. You know, I know that many of you are getting pretty sick of me talking about people dying from the vaccines seemingly every single day. I know you're getting sick of hearing it because because I'm getting sick of talking about it. If you've been listening every day, then you know that I talk about this a lot, and I have to. Because nobody else is. Let's face it. I mean, corporate media, obviously, they're not touching it. But but even those in conservative and alternative media are, at best, tiptoeing around it. At this stage, I'm beyond the point of saying, well, you know, here's something odd happening. You know, well, what's happening? I just look. When anybody young and healthy dies suddenly, collapses on the field, collapses just randomly, okay, I will assume every time that it was the jabs until proven otherwise. Because, and, and let's face it, they never prove otherwise. The way these stories go, somebody dies, you know, cause of death unknown, and all, and for whatever reason, we know the reason, but they claim for whatever reason, this is just another example of one of those, those rare occurrences of somebody dying, and we just don't know why, and we're, we're never going to know why. And everybody knows why. Whether they admit it or not, they know why. If they're paying any attention at all, they know why. But most people won't acknowledge it. Most people won't admit it. And that's the, oh, it bugs me to death. That's why I report on it every day. Look, this show is supposed to be about politics, culture, religion, all these things combined. And I put, I've been, lately I've been putting so much time into talking about the COVID vaccines because, again, even my peers in conservative and alternative media are just sort of touching on it. They're tiptoeing through it, okay? That's really what it comes down to. They're tiptoeing through it. They're not coming out and saying boldly, this is what we think it is. Some are, and, and God bless them. We're trying to spread the truth. But most of them are just too scared of getting smacked down by Google and not getting Google checks. They're they're too scared about, oh, their, their YouTube channel might get banned. They don't want to get flagged on Facebook because, oh, Facebook's traffic is so good. Look, I don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, I don't get paid by Google. I don't get a penny from Google. I don't get a penny from YouTube. We, if traffic comes from Facebook, great. If it doesn't, I don't care. I mean, I barely even look at our Facebook page. I'm not going to let these big tech censors tell me what I'm allowed to say. And I know cancel culture is coming for me. I know it is. I've had, <laughs> I'm not even going to go into details because I, I don't want to poke that particular bear, but but they're coming for me. I get it. If you're listening to this, they're probably coming for you, too. I'm sorry to tell you that, but they probably are. But that's what we're faced with. We've got to talk about it because nobody else is. And it is so very important 
that we get the word out. A lot of times, I always get there's always going to be somebody out there that I'll say we've got to get allies, we got to wake people up, and they'll say, "Hey, it's their fault. Why do I? You know, I'm done with them. I'm done with them. They had they've had all the information. They've had the data. I tried to warn them. You've tried to warn them. We need to just just buckle down and, and protect our own." Look, I get it. I get the frustration. But we're fighting against powers and principalities. We need God's help first and foremost. And from a biblical perspective, it does make sense to try to continue to alert people of the evils of this world. And one of those evils happens to be the the branch Covidians, the the Vax nannies, the the uh, doctor, I don't even want to call him a doctor, the Anthony fraudster Fauci's of the world. We have to warn people. And it's working. It's, for, for the most part, we're seeing fewer people getting boosted uh, or their fourth booster or fifth booster or whatever. We're, we're seeing the numbers sh- saying that, that people aren't, aren't that concerned. And that should concern you that normies are starting to wake up because that tells us with, I would say, about a, well, we'll call it about an 85% certainty that here very soon we are going to see another round of pandemic panic theater. It's coming, folks. It's coming. And so we've got to be aware of it. There's an article, and, and so and this is why every single day, pretty much, I'm going to be talking about some new death. And I'm asking you to to spread the word. And it's not just deaths. It's collapses. It's It seems as if this is always happening to young and otherwise healthy um, athletes or, you know, people that, that aren't it doesn't have to be athletes, but just people who are engaged in some sort of physical activity. They could be exercising at the gym. They could be going for a walk, going for a jog, doing something that's getting their heart pumping. And then their heart, which has been damaged by the vaccines, damaged by the boosters, their heart just gives out and they collapse. And oftentimes they die. And again, it seems to be those who accelerate their heart rate through exercise, through through playing games. Any sort of strenuous activity seems to be putting these people at risk. And before that information is able to leak out further, I believe the powers that be are going to start hitting us, hitting us with another round of pandemic panic theater, whether it's going to be, you know, a new variant, whether they're going to try to to blow up this XBB.1.5 or come up with something new and scarier, or maybe it's something brand new. Alex Jones is talking about uh, hemorrhagic fever, which I've been talking about for, for over a year now. With some of my guests, there's all sorts of possibilities here, but I do believe that they're going to try to figure out a way to get more jabs into people because they're not getting enough jabs into as many people as they would like. And the jabs seem to be part of you know, launching the next phase in, in towards the end of, of our world, the, the what they hope to, to be a depopulated and fully controlled world. This is a, a depopulation and control agenda. And the, the vaccines, the jabs, the experimental injections, whatever you want to call them, they play a major role. So this latest story, now I wish I could say latest. There's there's probably, even as I'm doing this story, there's I'm sure there's another story popping up of somebody else who's dying suddenly, collapsing on the field or whatever. But the latest one as of right now, a 20-year-old Colorado college tennis player dies suddenly in his sleep. Now, just a quick note. A lot of times people will say, oh, well, that couldn't be it because he didn't die on the field. He died in his sleep. But here's the thing. The circumstances surrounding, there, there's one common thread. You know, well, the one common, there's two common threads. One common thread is that almost all, they've all, always been vaccinated. The other common thread is that, is that it's usually some sort of heart disorder and it happens after strenuous activity or sometimes during, sometimes after. You know, it's not, there's, it's not like 
you know, 88 miles per hour and you, you time travel. It's not like that. There's no, oh, 140 heartbeats per, per minute and then they die. No, there's no set amount. It's affecting people differently, but there's enough similarities to where we can say there's obviously correlation, but I believe that we can say based upon the the multitudes, based upon so many similar instances that we can say with a, a near certainty that it is causation, that the jabs are causing this. Yeah, obviously we can't go to 100%. We can't, can't even go to 95%, I don't think, at this point. Uh, in my heart, I believe it's 100%, okay? But as far as being able to prove it, we can only get to about 95% because there are not the studies that have been approved and accepted that demonstrate this. Those Any studies that go against the, the mainstream narrative, they usually get quashed, right? So we're we're stuck not only fighting uh, to get the word out about the truth, we're trying we're fighting to try to vindicate and verify the truth. But anyway, that's two separate things. So this article came from um, Tyler Durden over at Zero Hedge. It says, we hate to say it, but another day, another mysterious and unexpected death of a seemingly normal collegiate athlete. As we wrote yesterday, there, either there is a new focus in media on reporting about the untimely deaths of athletes and young adults, or something very odd appears to be taking place across the country. Jack Madison, a sophomore in the on the Colorado College team's men's team, men's tennis team, sorry, learning how to read still, passed away in his sleep on January 2nd, a new report from the Gazette published yesterday confirms. Colorado College Vice President and Director of Athletics Leslie Irvine commented, we are devastated by the tragic passing of Jack Madison. A sought-after athlete, the piece notes that Madison was was recruited out of Bexley, Ohio, where he was a two-time All-State selection at Columbus Academy. His cause of death has not been announced, and it never will be. Let's be clear about that. Okay, it's never going to be announced. They never are. They never are. They, For whatever reason, people are buying into the idea that young and healthy people die, and we don't know why, and we'll never know why. Or it'll be, they die because of, you know, heart attack, heart failure, heart this, heart that. But they won't go dive in and find out, okay, well, what caused a 20-year-old to die of, a heart attack? What caused a 24-year-old to have a stroke? This didn't happen so commonly, so so readily every single day. This didn't happen, you know, very often at all until the rollout of the jabs. That's why I say I'm done with 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 uh, saying, oh, well, you know, it's 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 definitely correlation. I'm ready to just say, folks, it's causation. We can see that. We can we can feel it based upon our understanding of the data. I'm not talking about you know scientific proof of causation. You know, looking under the microscope and and comparing tissues of when this person, you know, these thousand people we took we took heart samples and you know, and before they got jabbed and after they got jabbed, we kept EKGs on them at all times and and based on all this data, now we can say, yeah, it's the jabs. Okay, there's not going to be a study like that. There never will be. At some point, we have to be big boys and girls and say, huh. A lot of people are dying. They're all vaccinated, and it's all had none of them were dying before the vaccine rollout took place. This was what used to be completely uncommon is now happening every day. So yeah, let's call it causation and and let's let's put an end to this crap now. The, the article, you know, there's a bunch of yada yada yada. Then they always do that. Even even like Zero Hedge, who they do a great job of reporting the truth, but they don't always. You just come out and say it. Nobody does. 
you know, you see these stories, they might hit some of the the conservative sites and they'll they'll kind of do that wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, kid dies suddenly, wink, wink, nod, nod. I'm not going to mention the vaccines, but hey, you know, you, you know, insinuating innuendo about the vaccines. They're trying to, to to get you and me and everybody else to to click through and say, oh, you know, it must be the jabs, it must be the jabs. And they never say it was the jabs or it wasn't the jabs. They don't even mention the jabs. It, it sickens me because, like I said, I think we know the truth. And if I'm wrong, if I'm proven wrong, great, awesome. That's amazing. I want to be proven wrong on this. I don't want to be right on this particular topic because if I'm right, that means that there are many people that I know and love who are in danger. I know a lot of people. I care for a lot of people that are have been jabbed multiple times. So I'm not hoping that this is the case. It's just following the data, following the examples, following where where these strange anomalies seem to be happening and who they're happening to and when they're happening. I think it's a jazz. I'm going to leave a link to the show in the show notes. You can find it over at discernreport.com. You can find it at americafirstreport.com. You can go to the source, the source of this article, not my full article, but at least this portion of the article, you can find it over at zerohedge.com. So uh, I'll do that. Uh, okay, I'll go ahead and read. So these are just examples. I'm going to buzz through these. These are examples just from this year alone. And there are, you can find lists of over a thousand. I think it's up to like 2,000 uh, deaths, odd clap, you know, people collapsing, young and healthy athletes collapsing, oftentimes dying. There's, these lists are huge. This is just, you know, we're, we're less than two weeks into 2024 or 2023. And this is just the, the notable ones that we've been reporting on. And actually that Tyler Durden had been reporting on. So here's, that's two, four, six examples on January uh, 12th, 2023, we wrote about 18-year-old uh, Jordan Brister, a Las Vegas high school student who collapsed and died in the bathroom after gym class. His death came the same week as the death of another Las Vegas high schooler. Uh, Brister's collapse was on January 8th, 2023, and another student, 16-year-old Ashari Hughes, had died just three days prior following a flag football game at Desert Oasis High School and suffering a medical episode. Also on the first week of January 2023, we wrote about 21-year-old Air Force football player Hunter Brown, who suffered a medical emergency while walking to class and passed away. In the opening days of 2023, the MMA world was also shocked at the unexpected death of 18-year-old Victoria Lee, a rising star in the one-championship MMA promotion. Uh, also in, in January, they highlighted Old Dominion basketball player Emo Eason collapsing on the court during the middle of a game. And it, to be clear, this was in the middle of the game. Okay, it's not like, oh, he'd been playing for two quarters, four quarters, and, you know, probably exhausted. This was like two and a half minutes into the first quarter, okay? Two and a half minutes in the first quarter, and he just falls and clutches his chest. That's not normal, folks. That's not normal. That's only what we get to see because it's caught on television. What about the stuff we don't get to see? How much of this is happening, and, and nobody ever says anything about it? Never makes the news. His collapse, and the last one, his collapse came a little more than a week after NFL player DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field due to cardiac arrest after making what happened to be, or what appeared to be, a routine tackle. And we've all seen that one, of course. This is why I tell people, look, if you can do me just one huge favor, please spread the word. Obviously, share this video, uh, share wherever you're, you're listening it, to it from, uh, share the source. But I think the best way thing that you could do is to uh, subscribe to and share my Substack. Because that's the one where we're getting, I think, the most play. Um, yeah, sometimes some of the, the posts 
will get hundreds of thousands, millions of views. So um, follow it over there. I don't spam out, you know, 15 links a day. I usually, there's, there are days when I won't send anything. Okay, I don't, I don't have a set amount. I send, I send usually one a day. Occasionally I'll send two. Sometimes I'll send zero. Just depends on what's happening in the news. But, but go to jdrucker.substack.com. That's jdrucker.substack.com. Subscribe to the newsletter there. It's free. You can always contribute if you want. You can get a paid subscription, but but that's not necessary. <laughs> so go there, and that will help us to spread the word because we need to spread the word. My good friend, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, he left us way too early. I'm so sad that he is gone. Uh, but his legacy does continue. We do still support his foundation. We still support his company that is still benefiting the, the masses across the world. Those who have either been jabbed or maybe you've been been um, exposed to those who may be shedding on you. That's uh, becoming more and more likely as being the case. The more times you're jabbed, the worse off you are and the more you're likely to shed on others. Now, even if you've never been jabbed, you're not around other people very often. You should still consider getting Z Detox or Z Stack Life Protocol, either one. Both of them will help your immune system. It's been demonstrated by scientists, demonstrated by doctors, including Dr. Zev Zelenko. So go to ZStackLife.com slash freedom. That's ZStackLife.com slash freedom and get Z Detox or Z Stack Life Protocol today. So let's be honest, the vast majority of long-term storage survival food prepper food it's just awful i mean it just tastes tastes really really bad join the excitement of the college football playoff national championship weekend experience playoff fan central january 5th 6th and 7th at the george r brown convention center in downtown houston playoff fan central is an immersive college football experience that includes family-friendly entertainment and interactive games that will put you right in the middle of the action Admission is free. Just download the CFB Playoff mobile app on your Apple or Android device to get started. The events are brought to you in part by Allstate, AT&T, Avocados from Mexico, Capital One, and Cheez-It. Join the excitement of the College Football Playoff National Championship Weekend. Experience Playoff Fan Central January 5th, 6th, and 7th at the George R. Brown Convention Center in downtown Houston. Playoff Fan Central is an immersive college football experience that includes family-friendly entertainment and interactive games that will put you right in the middle of the action. Admission is free. Just download the CFB Playoff mobile app on your Apple or Android device to get started. The events are brought to you in part by Great Clips, Mercedes-Benz, Modelo, Nike, and Prudential. And uh, that's why they expect us to to eat during the, the apocalypse. Well, if the crap hits the fan, I'm going to actually be eating good food. I go to LatePrepper.com, a website that I built based upon two partnerships, the two companies that produce actually really good food. No need to set up a bulk discount. doesn't matter whether you buy one or ten. There's no no hidden fees here. As a matter of fact, we charge the same price that the, the source companies charge. The difference is we actually have exclusive discounts. Use promo code PREP2023 for 10% off or for the you big spenders, use code Prep 2030 for 15% off on orders of $777 or more. Go to LatePrepper.com and eat well for the apocalypse.
So there was a story that <laughs> hit my desk from the Epoch Times, our premium news partners at the Epoch Times, and it it blew my mind. I mean, it it really did, and it really sent off a lot of alarm bells. Those who have been watching lately know that I've been hinting at my desire to do a show regarding the the shift in Chinese policy. They went from essentially from zero COVID policy to, hey, everybody go get COVID, you know? And at first I thought, you know, this is just, this is their play to, they want to stop the the massive protests and they want to teach the people a lesson. They're, they're going to say, okay, fine. You know, you guys don't want to, you guys don't want to do what we want you to do. You guys want your freedom. Okay, fine. Go get your COVID and everybody will get sick and then you'll be begging us to to bring the restrictions back. And the funny part is there are actually groups in China that are begging them to bring the restrictions back because there has been a massive uptick of infections of COVID-19. But then they didn't stop. Like it, there was no, what I expected to be a, a reversal of the reversal. Basically they go from no COVID to, to wide open. Everybody go, go get your COVID. And I, but they didn't reverse it. And now it seems as if, they're not going to reverse it. And that really, that really rang my alarm bells because I started thinking, oh, this is a different agenda than I expected. This isn't just the Chinese Communist Party doing what the Chinese Communist Party does, which is you know, essentially authoritarianism through, through psychological warfare, through, through, in many cases, reverse psychology. And that's what I thought this was. Okay. You guys want your freedom? Here's your freedom. Now that you, you see that freedom sucks, we'll take your freedom back away from, from you and, and don't you ever ask for it again. But since that didn't happen, now I'm concerned, especially after I saw the story come across titled uh, Study Estimates 900 Million. Let me repeat that for those who weren't paying attention. Please pay attention. Study Estimates 900 Million in China infected with COVID. Um, and officials admit 60,000 deaths in past month. Now, the 60,000 deaths, I still think, I mean, if if that's true, out of 900 million infections, then that's a what is it, 0.01 percent or less? It's let's see, 900 million. So 10 percent would be 90 million. One percent would be would be nine million. Uh, 0.1 percent would be 900,000. 0.01 percent would be 90,000. So they're looking at a death rate of under. 0.01 percent um which that that jives with what we've seen from COVID 19 but <clears throat> point being here is that there's still a lot of uh, apparently most of these are severe infections a lot of hospitals i don't know the data anything that you get get out of china you have to question the epoch times does a great job because they've got a lot of connections in china that can give them information that, that does feed them more information than probably any other news outlet in the world uh but with that said, you still can't trust information coming out of China. Bottom line is, I don't trust any of it. I don't trust, I trust the Epoch Times and their reporting. I'm not saying that it's accurate. I'm saying it's accurate as best they know. I think that China's doing something. And frankly, I don't know what it is. Is this, and, and if we do go with the assumption that I've had for a long time, which is that the Chinese Communist Party is aligned with the globalist elite cabal, whether they're part of it or not, we don't know for sure, but I would say there is definitely alignment there, and they have they have similar enemies, namely us. Okay, so the World Economic Forum, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, now the Chinese Communist Party working together to, to take us down. Is that possible? Yeah, I think it is. 
I think it's very likely. And so the question is, what does this mean? Is this a ploy to somehow take out the world, take out take out the United States to advance another round of pandemic panic theater, which we already see see rearing its ugly head here in the United States? Schools are starting to go back to face masks. They're talking about more restrictions. You've got propaganda going out there about XBB.0.1.5, which is funny because simultaneously where you've got people like Jimmy Kimmel out there, or was it Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Fallon. What I get the Jimmys mixed up. I don't watch late night television. I don't watch television at all, really. But Jimmy Fallon out there doing his song and dance about XBB.1.5 variant. But then you have other studies coming out that are showing, hey, by the way, uh, it seems as if the vaccinated are far more likely to get XBB.1.5 than the unvaccinated. So if you really want to protect yourself about against this hype, then the best thing you could do is to not get vaccinated at all. Okay, so there's that. Bottom line is, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to, let's go to this article from the Epoch Times. One thing I love about articles from the Epoch Times is that they have this little button that I can let other people read read it instead of me, which is great because I hate reading articles. I just want to sit here and make, make funny faces at the craziness that's happening there. So let's go ahead and do that. Study estimates 900 million in China infected with COVID. Officials admit 60,000 deaths in past month. About 900 million Chinese are estimated to be infected with COVID-19 in China's latest outbreak, with nearly 80% of them experiencing severe symptoms, according to a study by Peking University. Meanwhile, Chinese health officials have finally reported that China has seen around 60,000 COVID-related deaths at hospitals across the country in the past month following international pressure for transparency and data. A research group led by Professor Ma Jingjing at the National School of Development of Peking University estimated in a recent study that as of January 11, 64% of China's 1.4 billion population had been infected with COVID-19, which was about 900 million people, reported mainland Chinese media Economic Observer on January 13. So to put that in perspective, 900 million people, that's over two and a half times the population of the United States of America, and that even takes into account estimates for illegal aliens that are here. So that's a lot of people. And for them to say that 80% are experiencing severe, was it 80%? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Not that far. I should should be able to see it right there. Uh, A lot. It's a lot. A lot of people are, are, yeah, there is first sentence. Go figure. Nearly 80% of them experiencing severe symptoms, according to the study. 80% 80% experiencing severe symptoms. 80% of 900 million is 720 million people, which again is still more than twice the population of the entire United States of America. It's a lot of people to be experiencing severe, severe uh, uh, symptoms. But then with only 6,000 or 60,000 deaths, hmm, I don't know. I don't know what to make of any of this. Okay. I really don't. <laughs> I'm just going to keep asking questions and try to figure out is this. Is my gut feeling that this is part of the next round of pandemic panic theater that's going to be used to usher in, for example, the pandemic treaty with the World Health Organization, pandemic treaty 2.0, which is already in the works? Is this going to be the the way that they're able to, to accomplish their theft of our sovereignty and sovereignty of every nation of the world? Probably every nation of the world, other than the Chinese Communist Party. I would imagine that if this is a ploy, by the combined globalist forces of the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the United Nations, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, and their buddies with the Chinese Communist Party, they might say, hey, we're going to take everybody's sovereignty except for yours. We can actually share control over it through the World Health Organization, which you already have massive control over anyway. 
you know, Bill Gates has some, some, uh, <laughs> some, what is it? Uh, some favors that he wants, but, but outside of that, you know, we're, we're in good shape. So you guys take control of that. Let's get back to the article. I want to get through as much of this as possible. Thankfully, we've got a good reader. I like this guy's voice. It's good stuff. I have to crank it up to 1.25 times, but hey, hopefully it'll work. Here we go. In terms of regional differences in infection rates, the report said that the highest infection rates for this round the outbreak are in three provinces in the western part of China. Gansu province ranked the first place with about 91% of people being infected, followed by Yunnan province with an 84% infection rate and Qinghai province with 80%. The model estimates of infection rates in the study were calculated based on search volumes on online platforms for symptoms related to COVID-19 infection, according to Ma. Given the lack of official data, the authors used the number of online searches for symptoms such as fever and cough as an indication of local infection rates, she said. China Affairs commentator Li Muyang pointed out during his talk show on NTT-TV on January 13 that as a result, the study likely didn't include many elderly Chinese who aren't accustomed to searching for information online. Reinfection rates are also not likely captured by the estimates from the study. The actual infection rate in China could be higher than 900 million, he said. The modeling in the report also predicted that this wave of COVID infections across China reached its peak on December 20, 2022. However, other experts believe that infections may continue to increase as the Chinese Lunar New Year holiday approaches. Peak yet to come. Zheng Guang, ex-head of the China Center for Disease Control, said at the Shenzhou Cell New Crown Recombinant Protein Multivalent Vaccine Research and Development Conference on January 8 that the COVID wave has just begun to reach its peak in some places and hasn't yet peaked in rural China, according to mainland Chinese media Caixin. Zheng estimated that the peak of the COVID wave will come sometime between February and March and that the duration of the peak of severe cases will be longer. Zheng expressed concern about the situation in China's rural areas, where many Chinese are expected to visit over the New Year holiday. He said that there are a large number of elderly, young, sick, and disabled in rural areas, and that the medical infrastructure and conditions there are poor. Earlier this year, Zhang Wenhong, China's top epidemiologist and director of the China Medical Center for Infectious Diseases, said in a lecture that the infection rate of this wave is very high. During the Lunar New Year on January 23, the national infection rate may reach 80% which means that more than 1.1 billion people will be infected, he estimated. Severe symptoms. The research group at Peking University also surveyed 11,443 COVID patients and 76% of them reported that their symptoms were worse than that of the flu. The report said that most of the infected people interviewed had... Let's pause right there real quick. So, no, I know. Uh, I love this, actually. I, I like listening to somebody else read it instead of me but let's let's repeat that so for those just in case it was buzzing through too fast they are saying that a new peak is going to come uh, that it'll come sometime between february and march that they've got lunar new year coming up that february and march number uh, uh, outlook does make a lot of sense to me again from a conspiratorial perspective because that would mean that would align with what i believe would be a uh, an, an appropriate time for them to really advance the the pandemic treaty which i'm going to talk about later later today the advancing of the pandemic treaty is it's a harbinger for i would say if for those of you who are bible believing christians like i am i would say that would be a harbinger for the rise of the one world government that is that is prophesied the rise of dare i say the antichrist um i say that's klaus schwab or tedros or 
or Xi Jinping or Joe Biden or Bill Gates or Barack Obama or anybody. I'm not picking anybody. Okay. That's not, that's above my pay grade. Look, I'm just going to say that, that this would, whether it's the end times or not, this bodes ill for us, for free Americans. So let's, I want to continue with this a little bit longer and then let's, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, this whole idea that they're, all of these people are experiencing severe symptoms worse than the flu because that's not what we're hearing here in the United States. You get a lot of people that are saying, oh, yeah, got COVID. It wasn't so bad. So we'll talk about that. But let's let's just let's let this the the voice on the uh, at the Epoch Times do the talking. One or more symptoms of fever, cough and sputum, nasal congestion, runny nose, sore throat, altered sense of taste and smell and diarrhea. The most common symptom was a fever, with 82% of infected respondents developing the symptom, of which 75% had a high fever, and 47% had a fever lasting for three or more days. As many as 86% of the infected used antipyretic drugs. On January 13th, the Peking University report became the most searched item on China's websites, sparking heated discussions. One netizen posted, didn't the so-called experts say previously that 90% of the infected people are asymptomatic? Do you ever feel like you're stuck in a rut? Break out of it and take control of your future by training for a new career at Arc Labs Welding School. In as little as six months, you can learn the skills employers are looking for and start a new career in an important and in-demand field. From complete beginner to industry veteran, we have classes for all skill levels featuring hands-on training on a schedule that works for you. Stop thinking about a new career and make it happen. Classes are enrolling now. Visit arclabs.edu to get started today. Denise has been playing jazz for 40 years. Last concert, one of the musicians fell sick with RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, is a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems. This time, she's choosing to help protect herself with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo. Abrisvo is a vaccine for the prevention of lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, in adults 60 years of age and older. Abrisvo is not for everyone and may not protect all who receive the vaccine. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had a severe allergic reaction to its ingredients. People with a weakened immune system may have a decreased response to a brisvo. The most common side effects are tiredness, headache, pain at the injection site, and muscle pain. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Now come out and explain. Another posted, I have a fever. My whole body is sore and I feel weak. I was told that I was a mild case. A post read, the after effects of COVID are very serious. I was infected almost a month ago, and I am still weak, and I am out of breath when I move around. Major online Chinese news portals such as Sina.com soon deleted articles discussing the study. Nearly 60,000... Well, that there is also a bad sign. I'm not going to finish the... the, It's a pretty long article. I'll leave, leave the link in the show notes. But yeah, they're saying so. So here we hear about uh, people getting Omicron, whatever, or any, we'll just say any variant of Omicron. Okay. Any variant of Omicron, for the most part, you don't hear a lot of severe symptoms. And if those who do have severe symptoms, those who do die, generally speaking, the vast majority of them are vaccinated but i'm not gonna this isn't a vax versus anti-vax thing because in china they use a completely different vaccine some argue they're not using a vaccine at all that is basically just 
just uh, saline or something like that, that it's not really doing anything. Others say that it's doing something completely different, but it really also still has no effect whatsoever on COVID-19. And then others say that, hey, here in the United States, our jabs have no effect on on COVID-19. So who knows? You know, who knows what the truth is? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm only going with with what we're seeing. That does concern me a lot that you have this disease that they're saying is COVID-19 spreading everywhere. 900 million, a billion people, we'll call it, because they said there could be a lot more than that. We'll say a billion people infected, allegedly, with COVID-19, with the vast majority of them experiencing severe symptoms. That doesn't jibe with what we're seeing here. So then my question to you is this. (laughs) Number one, is this really COVID-19? Could this be a different bioweapon, a different strain, a different disease altogether? Maybe a different version of influenza, maybe whatever. I don't even want to speculate because it's, again, that's all above my pay grade. All I can say is that none of this makes sense. It all stinks. And it's something that we need to watch because we're not getting answers about this. How can, let me ask you this. How can a billion people get COVID-19 and with all the COVID nannies and and the, the Fauci's and the and the Walensky's and even the Bidens of the world, how is it that 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 okay, great, we cut off travel to China, but it's obviously, you know, it's very easy for for a billion people to spread to other nations and for that to then, of course, spread here. Whatever they they've got going on over there, it's it's either really bad, really dangerous, it's a complete con, perhaps part of the plan, part of their their machinations to advance whatever their agenda is, or maybe it's all of the above. I mean, we I just had the you know, we had the report from Alex Jones the other day saying that now they're talking about airborne hemorrhagic fever, airborne Ebola. Is that this? I don't think so, because you definitely wouldn't have 60,000 deaths. You'd have like, like 6 million deaths, or probably, let's see, out of a billion, you probably have, what is it, 3.2%. So you'd have like 32 million deaths out of a billion people infected if it were that. Maybe it's part of that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I And I don't like not knowing. I just know it stinks. And if I were to guess, put my, my best guess forward, is that this is the precursor, the predicate for the rapid adoption of pandemic treaty and the rise of the World Health Organization and their puppet masters taking control of essentially the world so fun stuff Uh, hopefully i've got a better story after the break so stay tuned (laughs) folks the majority of our pharmaceuticals the ingredients in them come from China, they are controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. We're already seeing supply chain issues. Pharmacies are running low on a lot of things. And if the crap hits the fan, as a lot of us think it may in the very near future, you will want antibiotics. And the best way to get that is to go to jdrucker.com slash meds. You'll be able to get a teleconference with an actual doctor, and then they'll send you meds. They'll send you like five different versions or types of antibiotics for the different ailments that could that could hit us these are great for long-term storage you will you will want them and it's one of those things where if you 
if you need them, then you'll want them. If you don't need them, then at least you'll have them. So, and here's the thing. If you don't have them, you're almost certainly going to need them at least sometime in the near future. So, jdrucker.com slash meds. You know, I bounced back and forth. We did a story earlier about the 20-year-old soccer player who who died in his sleep. We just did the story last segment about millions, nearly a billion people in China with COVID and this conspiracy there. There, there are so many pieces of information that we have to get out there. But one of the reasons that I focus and hone in on these stories of individuals that are dying. I like to talk about the I don't like to talk about. I hate it because people are dying. Um, but I want to focus on those because... We could throw out statistics all day. Well, you have a 1.38% chance of getting myocarditis or, or, you know, one out of every 242, whatever. That, it, you know, that data has been out there for a long time. And it hasn't moved a lot of people. Those who are not, who have not been vaccine skeptics, even if they've been vaccinating themselves, have seen this data a lot of times. They just, they don't buy it or maybe they, they think that it's flawed or, or maybe their, their math is bad. I don't know. I like to focus in on these human, these interesting stories about individuals who shouldn't be dying because I think that that's, that's where the opportunity is right now. Because, um, and the reason I say that is because that seems to be, you know, the only difference between now and say a month ago is that there's been more stories about these people, young and otherwise healthy people who are collapsing or, and or dying with, you know, unexplained ailments. And that is the that's the alarm bell that seems to be ringing because, as I said, more people are becoming aware, more people are becoming concerned. We can see it, we can feel it. I mean, I get questions, so many questions from people who were vaccinates a couple months ago. Now they're asking, "Hey, can you send me information about this, that?" So that's why I'm posting these stories again. We're trying to give you ammunition for your arsenal to be able to drop truth bombs on your friends, relatives, whoever. Information that can hopefully wake more people up and get them to not only understand the dangers of the jabs, but also realize that this is all part of part of a, a conspiracy. Nobody wants to be, well, I shouldn't say nobody. I don't mind being called a conspiracy theorist. I don't think it's a pejorative, but I know that a lot of people don't want to be called a conspiracy theorist. There's no theory about this. People are dying. So we, we did the story about the 20-year-old. How about an 18-year-old rugby player, star? A star rugby player, yeah, you know, the future of the game. Not anymore, because he's dead. Let's, let's roll that clip. To say that the frequency of young and otherwise healthy people collapsing, often dying in the last couple of years, to say that it's getting ridiculous would be like saying that the Democrat Party is is becoming hypocritical. It has been ridiculous for a long time. It's only getting worse. We're seeing uh, uh, the frequency increase. It seems to be happening every single day. And I would know, as somebody who's been covering you know, people dying suddenly, people collapsing, people having heart attacks in, in their 20s and 30s and even teens, I've been covering this for, for well over a year now. And I can tell you with a certainty, not just anecdotal, but with a certainty that the frequency is increasing rapidly. Of course, we had... This week, we had Lisa Marie Presley uh, have a heart attack and die. We've had other famous people. But here in the America, we might not know about one of the most tragic ones that I've heard in a while, because it's an 18-year-old 
it's a rugby star so so very popular and very well known in england but not so much here nevertheless 18 year old rugby star elite athlete young otherwise healthy dying suddenly According to the article that I have posted over at thelibertydaily.com, this was already getting ridiculous a year ago. At this point, it's becoming so common to see young and otherwise healthy people dying that it would become a cliche if the topic weren't so morbid. Another young athlete has died, according to the Mirror. Tributes are pouring in following the tragic sudden death of Logan Holgate at the age of 18. He's been, he was being tipped as the star of the future. Holgate was on the under-18 pathway at Salford, and was notably selected for the England Community Lions under-19s last year. The Rugby Football League announced on Wednesday that the Cumbrian teenager who had been playing for Hensingham, alongside his role in Salford's developmental setup, had died suddenly. Salford Red Devils wrote on Twitter, Everyone at Salford Red Devils are saddened to hear about the sudden passing of Logan Holgate. So as I wrote, as as is always the case, there is no mention of COVID-19 or the vaccines in any corporate media discussion about the story. It's the elephant in the journalistic room that is so disgusting that we're forced to report on every incident as if it's the first. Unfortunately, this isn't the first, and it's not going to be the last. People suddenly collapsing, especially athletes and others who are engaged in physical activity, are becoming more common than they were just a couple of months ago. And it was really bad back then. It is imperative that our readers share stories like these. Yes, you will likely get attacked, but the words need to get out. The word needs to get out to the normies. Don't think just because you're fully aware of it happening that your peers are as well. If they're getting their news from CNN or Fox News, they have no idea just how widespread this phenomenon has become. The correlation to the jabs is striking. Logic dictates that this is very likely causation that we're witnessing. But until more studies are done and accepted by the mainstream, we cannot know for sure. Sadly, the studies are slow to come out, and those that go against the approved narrative are usually quashed. This, more than anything else, is why we must continue to fight for the truth to come out. And that's why, you know, look, we take a lot of flack. You'll notice over the Liberty Daily and all of my sites, we do not have Google Ads. Why? Because Google would never let us. We sacrifice the high potential revenue. From Google, you'll notice that our Facebook page is blocked. I mean, it's not blocked technically, but it's it's so banned and shadow banned that we don't even post to it anymore. This is what we're faced with as as a nation. We're faced with corporate media and big tech still suppressing any of this stuff. And this is why the, you know, I guess you could say the corporate conservative sites, the even many of the alternative sites, the fringe news outlets out there won't just come out and say what is blatantly obvious to people like me and hopefully people like you, that the jabs are causing major health problems, especially with the heart, and that this is the reason, the reason, not a correlation, that this is the cause of the rapid, the exponential rise in athletes and even just regular people suddenly collapsing, suddenly dying when they're engaged in exercise or other strenuous activities it's happening folks it's it's all around us and yet we cannot assume that again our normie friends have any idea because if they're getting their news anywhere than from basically from us and the handful of others who are telling the truth then they have no idea they might have heard they'll hear you know rumors of this person dying maybe that was the jabs rumors of that person dying and maybe it was the jabs but for the most part they cannot see 
the the scope, the scale, the the near certainty that we have that it is the jabs that are causing all this. This is why I'm so adamant about spreading the truth. This is one of the reasons why I recommend people. I don't care if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. You need to work on your immune system, and the best way to do that is to go to zstacklife.com slash freedom. Get Zev Zelenko's, Dr. Zev Zelenko's nutraceuticals that will help to improve your immune system. Like Again, it doesn't matter. If you've been jabbed, you definitely need it. If you haven't been jabbed, you definitely need it. Go to zstacklife.com slash freedom. You know, one of the things that I'm definitely going to change going forward is I'm not going to do those live reads. I'm going to do those segments, which I do like that I'm doing those now. I'm going to do some of those pre-recorded segments. No need to do a live read in the middle of it. It just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Sorry about that. Um, we won't do those anymore. One thing that I do do very often, apparently, is talk too much because I've got several more videos to play, and we barely have time to do to get to them. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do very short intros to each of these videos. I want to get through them all because they are important. Again. Do you ever feel like you're stuck in a rut? Break out of it and take control of your future by training for a new career at Arc Labs Welding School. In as little as six months, you can learn the skills employers are looking for and start a new career in an important and in-demand field. From complete beginner to industry veteran, we have classes for all skill levels featuring hands-on training on a schedule that works for you. Stop thinking about a new career and make it happen. Classes are enrolling now. Visit arclabs.edu to get started today. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just reiterating, arsenal, ammunition, truth bombs, you get the idea. So, so yeah, let's just, let's just do these rapid fire uh, all the way to the end. Uh, I'll just do a quick intro of each. Um, and I don't <laughs> Of course, I should know what the video is, the clip. I can't see it from here. I can only press play. So, so, uh, here comes, here comes a video. Oh, you know what? I know what this one is. This is, um, this is Dr. Pierre Corey and Dr. Paul Merrick explaining how we can fix this. If you've been vaxxed, there may be something you can do to cleanse your body. So, so, so let's play that. I've heard from some some of these vac- vaccinated that they have fasted for a couple of days. Yeah, so you'll see in our protocol, sorry to, to override, Pierre, that we've no, combined ivermectin with intermittent fasting. And it sounds pretty bogus, but actually it's based on very sound physiological data. So when you actually fast, it stimulates the cell to actually break down misfolded proteins, damaged proteins, maybe the spike protein. So it's a way of the cell healing itself. Um, it, uh, it's, a, it's a very, it's called autophagy, where the cell digests broken and damaged proteins. It's very, very powerful. And so we think if you combine intermittent fasting with ivermectin, you have a really strong mechanism of, 
restoring the immune system. Um, so intermittent fasting is actually a lot easier than fasting. Fasting is quite difficult. With intermittent fasting, what you do is you just miss breakfast and you slowly increase the period of time that you're not eating. And it does, it triggers an enormous amount of really important repair mechanisms in the body. And if you think about it, the way we evolved as hunters and gatherers, we would have a feast and then we would starve. That was, that was the way we were designed. We weren't designed. You didn't eat donuts four times a day? Paul? We, weren't designed to go to the, we weren't designed to go to the store and eat donuts every two hours. Yeah. You know, one thing I'll, I'll say is that fasting, like pure fast, water fasting, it is a little bit more challenging unless you're you're sort of educated in the approach because the, the, the hunger pangs and that actually not hunger pangs. Those are actually habits and those are sensations mm -hmm. that don't actually indicate hunger. Um, it's just something that it's a habitual sort of uh, hormonal cycle of insulin that we feel like we have to eat. It's not true hunger. And hunger actually goes away within a day and a half or two days. And once you get past that initial phase, people have really enjoyed, you know, semi-prolonged fast. You have to drink a lot of water. The other th other way to get through those first two days is you want to drink water. Anytime you're hungry, drink water. And anytime the thought of uh, the feeling of food, uh, the thought of food comes in, um, you want to like click the X on the browser and just shut your mind off to the food, and you can get past the two days. So that was possibly some good news. Now I'm going to return to bad news. We'll see. Uh, again, going through this rapid fire, I'm going to do the next two videos back to back. That way I can take us into the break. Uh, this first video is it really, there's all these videos out there, right? That, that, that show examples of people falling. And, you know, you might try to show that to somebody, but they'll still, this one was very well done. I wish it was a higher quality as far as the video itself, but, but at least the, the, the music, the, the clips they picked out. And then the words from people like Dr. Peter McCullough, that's important. And after that, we've got Dr. Mike Gaiden talking about the uh, uh, World Economic Forum and all sorts of great stuff. So <laughs> great in a bad way. Stand by. It is my duty and responsibility as a consultant cardiologist and public health campaigner to urgently inform doctors, patients, and members of the public that the COVID mRNA vaccine has likely played a significant role or been a primary cause of unexpected cardiac arrests, heart attacks, strokes, cardiac arrhythmias, and heart failure since 2021 until proven otherwise. papers showing that the myocarditis causes heart damage and a scar and then the scar becomes the basis for a cardiac arrhythmia and then the arrhythmia is responsible for the sudden death that we're seeing and we're seeing sudden death now on a massive scale in younger people um, it's my view it's the COVID-19 vaccine until proven otherwise 45-year-old Deputy Sheriff Chad Beatty. The coroner says he suffered a cardiac event in his patrol car.
uh, we've been horribly frightened by by the lies and some people that i've watched them they're traumatized they're still wearing double masks and a visor in hot sunshine in miami walking around uh these people are not well uh it's not funny so there is there is no unusual hazard in your environment in relation to respiratory viruses let's not argue about whether it's real or not real just look at all cause mortality before the vaccines hit there's nothing much going on at all right. that isn't explained by the murderous policies so nothing fearful in the environment but there's three really important things you should be frightened of one the U, the international global unified response to the, to this the sort of lockdowns and masks and mandates and so on and you don't have to like the conspiracy word call it a supranational plan run out of one spot world economic forum probably uh, so that's that's a massive hazard what your government's doing uh, uh, the next one the vaccines that don't work and are i think toxic by design i'm not quite sure what the game was but they're definitely toxic by design and i'm afraid i've got a third thing i've got to say it the passivity of most people i think is the most frightening part of this entire thing so when i stood up i knew i was right i didn't know how much i didn't know but what i was saying i knew i was right i didn't check in with any colleagues i was confident in a couple of weeks i'd look to my left and right and my old buddies would be there you know we'd all be you know telling it like it was two years later there's not a single peer of mine from any company across the world so i don't feel special i just felt i had to speak and it seems to me a lot of others didn't all right here we go in three two say that a lot of others didn't is an understatement nobody did it was very 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 few we need doctors and as i've said if you guys missed the my little rant about doctors who are still pushing the jabs look if they did it in the beginning fine they were ignorant but their job is to stay up on the stuff and if they didn't stay up on it or if they look if they didn't stay up on it and they don't realize the jabs are dangerous then then they're not doing their job okay they're stupid if they are staying up on it they know the jabs are dangerous then and they're still recommending them that means that they're putting their own livelihood their own mercedes up as a higher priority than your life so find a new doctor after the break we will get i think i've got two videos left uh but two longer videos but they are very important i saved the best for last There's a reason Klaus Schwab, Joe Biden, and the globalist elites want your life savings locked in IRAs and other portfolio management schemes that they control. They can keep your money tied up in woke ESG funds, even if doing so will lose you money. Patriots are quickly moving their investments to self-directed IRAs backed by physical precious metals. Unfortunately, most companies that work in this field are beholden to Democrats the Chinese Communist Party, the WEF, and others who are pushing us toward a digital dollar. I have identified three precious metals companies that believe in America first. These companies make it easy for you to move your retirements and investment to a self-directed IRA backed by physical precious metals. Go to jdrucker.com gold. That's jdrucker.com gold. Here 
got two videos left. These are, as I said, the, the two most important ones. This actually, the first one is from November of last year. This is uh, uh, Del Bigtree from the High Wire talking about what I believe may be the most compelling argument uh, for, for normies. An argument they almost certainly have never heard. You know, they might hear about sudden deaths, they might hear about this, that, or the other. But I want you to hear this personal story that also has, to some extent, it's got statistics involved. Because, again, she's talking about progression uh, at her NICU. Anyway, you'll, you'll, let's go ahead and play that one. And then after that one, I'm just going to go straight into, we'll close out with, um, with the great Neil Oliver, who talks about, it's just, you'll, you'll understand, it really is a great way to the end of today's show and and it would be between these two videos pick one or both send them to the people that you think need to hear it the most people that that maybe they're they're starting to wake up maybe they're on the verge of starting to wake up maybe they're they're already woken up but they need a little bit more urging so that when the next con comes when the next whatever it is they have planned when they start rolling that out that your your friends family or whoever or maybe it's yourself you know, maybe maybe you guys still need convincing i don't know i don't want to assume Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But either way, Pick pick one or both and get this out to people because they need to hear this stuff. So let's play that. I'm a postpartum nurse. So I take care of babies when they're about two hours old. They come to my floor and I help um, assist them, make sure everything is progressing well so that they can go home with their mothers. And um, I've worked there for two years. You know, during COVID, before the vaccines, um, Moms were delivering their babies and the babies seemed pretty healthy in general and the moms also. And then, um, you know, they'd go home. So in March of 2021, it was about two months after the vaccines really started to roll out. um, I noticed that in the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit where they have the babies that may have some health issues, you know, on any day. um, It used to always have about 50 babies in there. Um, And all of a sudden, in March 2021, there were 80 babies in the NICU. So that's a very high number for the NICU. Um, And then um, in April of 2021, I started noticing that there were fetal demises on the board in labor and delivery. A fetal demise is a baby that passed away in utero, but they're usually full term. So, you know, anywhere from 32 weeks to 40 weeks even is considered full term Um, Well, 37 weeks or above is considered full term, but these babies were, you know, 32, 33 weeks, and then they'd have a fetal demise. And um, I would look on their charts. 
And I was noticing that a lot of these mothers had received the vaccine. A lot of times they had received it like one week before and then they went into labor and they delivered a baby that either passed away already or they had to go to NICU because they were too early to survive outside the womb without help. Like how much wow. um, extra work we're doing helping these mothers. And I'm not complaining about doing the extra work, but I'm blown away because this is not natural. This shouldn't be happening. And so um, I was getting really frustrated with work. Let me just ask you a question so I fully understand what you're suggesting. The NICU's exploding. is is nearly double the amount of babies that are going in there. You're seeing what appears to be sort of a, a rise in field demise. And, and when and you when looked at delivered- the charts... You're seeing that many of these that are having an early birth, uh, earlier than usual, had just recently, many of them, gotten the COVID vaccine. Yes, that's correct. Um, When I started working there in November 2020, there used to be one or two every two or three months. Maybe. Maybe. And then since... March of 2021, April 2021, I started to notice more and more that when I would check the labor and delivery board, there were one or two um, each week or so. Wow. So it's okay. a pretty big increase. Today, she has bravely released to us uh, an internal document, an email from that hospital system that was sent out to those working there. I'm going to share this with you now, that this is not her opinion now any longer. This is the perspective of the hospital itself, and she feels it's necessary for people to see this. So we're going to bring up this email right now. This went out to the staff. Good evening, everyone. Well, it seems as though the increase of demise patients that we are seeing is going to continue. There were 22 demises in August, which ties the record number of demises in July 2021 And so far in September, there have been seven, and it's only the eighth day of the month. Now these statistics include redacted, so you haven't seen all of them. And some have also gone through the EDs and ORs, but there have still been so many in our department. It's a lot of work for you as the bedside RNs, and it's also a lot of work for me. Demises have taken a lot of my time away from the other groups of patients that I serve, so I hope this trend doesn't continue indefinitely. Know of a few more that are scheduled to deliver in the week ahead, so unfortunately the process is going to be very familiar with all of you. Once again, I do so appreciate the time and attention that you give to the patients. When I follow up with them, they remember your names and the way you help them get through a very difficult time. I have to say, I feel like the the oxygen has just been sucked out of my lungs. To read read that from someone that is, is as objective, I guess, as you could get, working for the system itself, it now corroborates what you're seeing with your own eyes. And for anyone that was having a question anywhere around the world now, this is a shocking shocking email were you shocked when you received it how much you know oh absolutely i couldn't work for the first half of my shift i was so distraught i just kept thinking why is nobody talking about this the media should be outraged we're talking about babies you know babies are given to us by god they're here to bring us love and joy and if somebody is taking that away from us that's evil dr thorpe I don't know that I've ever read anything as shocking as what I just read 
Well, Dell, you're you're absolutely right. I, I was just praying that you would stop and and not read any more because the rest of the email, which I think is about twice as long as what you read, is really really upsetting. It starts talking about um, stuff that I can't even talk about that that is not appropriate to talk about. Okay. And and we are, we're going to leave that for courtrooms and other things to decide. I think we get the point. I do believe that they are being coerced into taking this vaccine. One doctor would write in his notes when he'd take care of a mother who just delivered, he would put patient received COVID vaccine. um, Or if they didn't, he would say patient did not receive vaccine. And then he would quote what they'd say. And if they didn't receive it, he would quote how he provided education on why it should be taken, why it's important. And so I I do believe that he is coercing them when they come to see him in his office before they deliver. And so I think 90 percent of these mothers are getting the vaccine while they're pregnant. One of the things that we've heard a lot about in non-pregnant people is, you know, blood clots and, and, and strokes and heart attacks and things like that. We're talking about babies. Have you seen any effect on, on the mothers themselves or, or any issues that went on when delivering that you think um, are, are outside the ordinary that, that of what you're used to witnessing? Yes, I have a friend who's um, a crisis nurse at the same hospital that I work at and she got the booster dose and didn't know she was pregnant. And then a week later, she started having blood clots. She had to have some surgeries done and she delivered her baby early. And um, she admitted to everybody, she said, this is from the shot. Um, If I didn't get that shot, my baby would, and I would have been fine. She is okay, thank God. And her baby's doing okay, he's a month old, but um, scary because they both almost lost their lives. And she knows that it happened right after getting that shot. So she she doesn't feel comfortable speaking forward right now because, you know, she's taking care of her newborn baby. And I understand that. But that's just one. And then I've been taking care of moms who have, they now have high blood pressure issues. And so they have to be on, uh, you know, critical medications for that. Um, there have been moms that have had blood clots. One mother had a stroke while she delivered her baby and she passed away. Um, That was around um, Christmas last year. So um, we've been seeing all kinds of unusual stuff. And then same with the babies. They've had to do a lot of echocardiograms, which is where they check the baby's heart with an ultrasound because the babies are having um, arrhythmias. um, And then they're checking other things like spinal issues. And and then there's no way to know what's going to happen to these babies as they grow up. Um, this is only while they're newborns that we're seeing these unusual health problems. So definitely, I have seen an increase in health problems in the moms and the babies. Faster and faster, our leaders are running now, running from the truth. Excess deaths are rising all around us like flood water. In recent weeks, more people have died than during the height of the pandemic. They have not died of COVID-19, we know that much. So what is happening? Why are thousands more people dying than usual? And why no daily televised announcements of those deaths as we had with those attributed to COVID? I can guess. Ask the question, however. Talk about these deaths. Demand answers. And watch the chickens run faster still while lashing out with all the censorship, cancellation, downright demonising of dissent and, more recently, the most egregious insults they can muster. 
All their palpable panic and self-preserving outrage makes plain how much blood is already in the water. Health Secretary Steve Barclay, the latest handed the poisoned chalice, was on another news channel this week. He was asked about 50,000 excess deaths in the last year, invited to explain them. Delays in seeing GPs, he said, delays in treatment caused by lockdown. He was quick to point out that other countries were seeing similar levels of deaths that were nothing to do with the virus, as though that somehow made 50,000 people dying here less of a problem. If you think it's bad here, look over there. That's not an answer worth having. That's not an answer at all. The fact these deaths are happening worldwide means the attempt to blame them here on a failing NHS or striking ambulance drivers is for the birds. It's just another bid to distract people's attention from the elephant in the room. Asked how alarming he found the figures of death, Barclay said only that they were concerning. He evidently didn't like the journalist's choice of word alarming because he wouldn't use it. That journalist pointedly didn't ask him about the role of the medical products in all this and Barclay certainly didn't mention it. Why is this? Why, when physicians and scientists here and all around the world are able to quote peer-reviewed research pointing to injuries and deaths associated with those products, why does our health secretary, together with almost the entirety of MPs and the government's preferred medics, scientists and hacks, fail even to contemplate that glassy-eyed elephant? Is it to do with the billions of pounds already invested in the still experimental technology of mRNA vaccines? Who knows? In the US, insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and inexplicable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. And yet all the usual suspects are still out there banging the drum for the jabs. They are safe and effective, we are still told, even for six-month-old babies. Why are they still saying safe when people are dying in the aftermath of receiving them? And we don't know why, far less whether or not it's those medical products to blame why are they still saying effective when we know the latest strain of COVID freely circulating now is expected to bypass the jabs anyway? On social media, MP Andrew Bridgen quoted an Israeli Jewish doctor of criminology saying the vaccine rollout was the biggest crime against humanity since the Holocaust. In the aftermath, Bridgen was accused of making an anti-Semitic remark by Matt Hancock and others. Many Jewish people here and around the world have since responded saying his social media post was not anti-Semitic and offering him their support. Today, the Times said Bridgen had been, and I quote, groomed by gangs of anti-vaxxers, appearing to repurpose headline language in an attempt to have readers see those with questions to ask about the safety of medical products in the same light as those who gang-rape children. While joining the chorus of condemnation and withdrawing the Tory whip from Bridgen, Tory Chief Whip Simon Hart said, quote, Misinformation about the vaccines causes harms and costs lives, end quote. But I ask, exactly which information freely circulating now is actually the misinformation? Is it asking questions about those medical products, as Bridgen has done? Or is it continuing to describe as safe and effective injections that may cause harm? Is it insisting that people, babies included, should receive these injections, while questions remain unanswered regarding the as yet unexplained deaths of tens of thousands of people in this country during the years when those products were rolled out to billions of people. There are all sorts of glaring, unexplained holes in the official narrative now. If the narrative was cheese, it would be Swiss. For example, no one in authority ever mentions the fact that AstraZeneca offering was quietly dropped from use months ago, here and around the world. If those medical products are only safe and effective, and saving millions of lives, 
Why is the AstraZeneca jab gone? Last month in the state of Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis called for a grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing with respect to the products marketed as COVID vaccines. Why are our leaders here still only describing those same products as safe and effective, still claiming they're saving millions of lives, when one of the same products is off the shelves and while those behind the production and delivery of the rest are set to be investigated by some of the highest authorities? Why is that? Every day, people of all ages and from all walks of life are dropping dead or being found dead in their homes by loved ones who had no reason to expect anything was amiss with that person's health. Defibrillators are installed in schools now. There was no such thing required in my school days. And all the while, press releases go out saying children die of heart attacks too. And yet anyone having the temerity to ask if any heart attack deaths followed injections with those medical products is furiously shouted down. Just months ago, it was absolutely the thing to ask whether someone was jabbed before allowing them into a fast food outlet or a cinema or a theatre or a workplace. But hear about a fit teenager face planting on a football pitch in the middle of a game and suddenly such an inquiry is a gross intrusion. When did asking pertinent questions in the aftermath of an otherwise healthy young person dropping dead become a social taboo? Any criticism of those products' safety Even just asking questions attracts harder and harder condemnation, even as the evidence mounts that harms are most certainly being inflicted by them. After all these months, as the elephant in the room has grown ever larger, ever more unavoidably obvious, so the efforts to silence, cancel, censor and plain frighten off the unconvinced have grown more and more strident. Yes, they have grown more strident. So must we. We must be very firm in our convictions. We must alert the people. I really wish I had said, left myself more time to be able to talk about both of those videos. I might have to, to devote some time in the next episode of the J.D. Rucker Show to do just that. In the meantime, hopefully hopefully that leaves you with all the am- ammunition you need to start waking some people up. Lord willing, I will be back very soon with another episode. But in the meantime, you all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless.